Better and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from fitness.com and welcome to The Fitness Show. Today, I have sitting across from me one of my favorite fitness friends in the world. He's someone who has not only joined my Hottie Body Fitness Challenge group on Facebook, but he has done incredible things accomplishing so much independently and with his family and inspiring everybody around him and he's become an amazing friend and an, you know, just a, a leader, a leader in the world of fitness. So without further ado, welcome Michael Jones. No, wait, wait, I'm looking for Timothy, Rob, Rudy. It's, it's you. It's me. you. <laughs> Thank you, Fitz. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm so happy we were able to do this. You know, I've been wanting to invite you to be on the podcast for a while, but um, interviewing people over the Skype over the computer it sounds horrible lately, so I decided in person would be the best. And so everybody knows we are here for the Star Wars, what the Dark, Dark Side, Side Half Marathon Weekend. <laughs> Woohoo! That's right, Dark Side Half Marathon Weekend. We're here at Disney World, so we found a quiet place, and now you're on the spot. I am on the spot. Thanks, thanks for having me. I've I've been. It's been an honor to to meet you, number one, to meet so many of the hotties and be a part of the community that you built. I mean, this is something that's. I've never been a part of before, so this is just just fantastic. Well, you make it very very special. So let's go back to the start, and you we met. It's this is our one year friend anniversary. Yep, you yep, told yep, me or our yep, anniversary. <laughs> yep. So we met actually at a bakery, right? Yep, it was outside a bakery. Yep, this time last year. And and were we with the Mickey Milers? Mickey Milers, yes. And I um I had not met a lot of them. I'd, I'd met a couple of them, Eddie and a few of the others, and. I was probably 55 pounds heavier then and met you and you gave me your card and I still have that at home on my dresser and you saw something in me, a spark. And I, and I mean, I remember asking you that, you know, hey, I'm overweight. I need to work on my weight. And I've heard you on the Mickey Milers and I wanted to learn more about what you do and the rest is history. Well, you know what makes me so happy is that I, I mean, a lot of people who ask, you know, a lot of people will come up and say, hey, I need to lose some weight or what's your advice? And then... I know that when I'm giving it, there's, you know, maybe a 50-50% chance people are actually going to absorb the information and use it. And yep. so, you know, you you know, and the people who follow me know that my information is very much based on science, okay. and I try to make it fun and all those other things. But if you do what I tell you to do, you'll get where you want to go. And I do remember talking to you on the patio of the bakery. Yep. And um, wondering, is this guy going to actually take the advice? And so you you were I don't think you were convinced on that day, right? I wasn't I wasn't really a hundred percent in because I've tried all the snake oils and, and I don't know if, if you knew about my Stacker Two story. I literally um, this has probably been 15 years ago. I, I tried Stacker 2 and I interviewed for a job, uh, failed the drug test because of taking it. But, so you know all those nasty stuff. So snake oil it is. So and then what other nonsense things have you tried? So the worst is Christine and I tried the the Miracle Soup cabbage soup diet. Oh, yeah. It was disgusting. Have you heard of it? 
I've heard of cabbage soup diets. It was yeah. so awful. So it's a 21 day, all you eat is this cabbage soup and it's got all these, I mean, it's good ingredients, but after about the third day of only eating that, it's disgusting. And the other day I, I tried um, some kind of a soup that was a Campbell's soup that reminded me of that and <laughs> I almost threw up. It was so bad. The, the miracle soup diet is what it's called. It was terrible. And it wasn't a miracle at all. No, it was, no. It was a miserable experience. And so when you started something like that, just mm -hmm. to get into the mind, because I'm sure other people out there are going, yes, I've done stuff like that. In your mind, you thought, I'll lose all the weight mm -hmm. with this and then, and then what? There's no what, and that's the thing about the exact formula is it's a lifetime plan. The Miracle Soup Diet, the, the low-carb or no-carb or wraps or shakes or whatever, it's a short-term, really quick fix. And if you're really ultimately limiting your calories, but you're tricking your body into doing something that it's not ready to do long-term. And that's the difference in the exact formula is that you're setting yourself up for a lifetime of eating the right kind of foods. And you can know, like, you know, we had the talk, the discussion on Pi Day, and, and I had the discussion over Easter, and you put out there about don't gorge yourself on junk food and cake. But if you want to have a small slice of cake or something, you can do that. It's not going to kill you because you've got a, a foundation of good habits where you know what your body needs to maintain the weight you want. And that's the difference in what you did. It prepares you for a lifetime rather than a quick fix. Yeah, I, one of the things that's really hard to convey to people is, so you're going on this diet or this mm -hmm. detox or whatever. Well, then what? Right. You know, because eventually diets come to an end. Diets are temporary measures that yield temporary results. And so when you're no longer on this quote-unquote diet, you go back to your old crappy habits mm -hmm. that helped you gain weight to begin with. And yeah. so... You know, you're right with the exact formula for weight loss. It's for life. You, when you learn it and adopt it, there's no reason to ever give it up. It's moderation, right? Not perfection, and um, sticking with a budget. Well, like we do in money, you're a money guy. Yes, yeah. You're a big I money am. guy, right? <laughs> well, I don't know about a big money. Well, guy, I'm not calling you a billionaire, <laughs> but you're smart with money. You're yeah, conservative and <laughs> yes. fiscally responsible. Yes, yes. Sorry, misunderstood. <laughs> there, it is. It really is, and that's kind of. Um, what, what it is, Richard Green kind of had the analogy about the, the financial budget, and it's the same thing. If you, if you want to use your calorie budget on one thing, you know how to do it, and it gives you the, the intellectual ability to learn how to read labels, pick out things like broccoli or, or salad that's good for you versus something like a cupcake or a, a quarter yeah. pounder that's not good for you. Yeah, it's simple, simple exchanges. So, so we met last April, uh -huh. and then, well, let's talk about how many pounds have you lost so far total? So total, I'm at about 40. Three and a half, so I'm almost at 45. My goal is to get to that 50 by my birthday, but that's just the beginning. And your birthday is July 24th. July 24th, yeah. And I'm, I have no doubt in my mind I'll be oh, yeah. at that goal. And now it, you said it before; it's it's almost like Fitz knows what she's talking about. How about so that? <laughs> I'm I'm looking at other goals beyond the weight loss, and I'm looking at sculpting and chiseling and strength training and beyond that weight loss goal. So, Isn't yeah. that exciting? That's what I you know historically throughout my career helping people lose weight and and while they're losing weight if we're doing strength training and cardio and and all the proper fitness training then the body starts changing shape you know along the way but I love when people get to their actual goal weight and then we get to play Michelangelo yep. you want big curvy shoulders okay yep. you want more defined legs okay that's that's a really fun part of the training it requires effort yep but what an interesting thing to get to, to focus on, right? Yeah, and by the way, my, my small, not-so-defined shoulders and not-so-defined legs were screaming at you this morning as I did my strength training. I was doing the, the wall squats, and yes. that was, whew, 
I'm still not able to do that all the way, but I'll get there. Good. Well, when you get there, I'll make it harder. I'll yep. find a way yeah. to oh, up the gosh. notch. And you did it here at Disney World. I did, yeah. Got up early at Disney World, did my strength training, did my, my cardio. So It's magical how that happens, you right? That in, absolutely. You can exercise at Disney. So we're going to go back. So we have our, our Fitzversary in April, which yep. is my Michaelversary, obviously. <laughs> and then when did you start adopting the formula? So I'm going to be honest, and, I, and for any of y'all that are listening to this, I wasn't fully on board at first. I, I kind of dipped my toe in the water, and my mind kicked back to the, the oh, low-carb might work, or this other might work. And this exact formula, it's... And I told you about right. that when we met. Didn't we actually you talk did. about that on the yeah. patio, the budget? <laughs> yeah, just, okay. yeah right. so, so I, didn't, uh, I didn't fully commit to it. And I read the exact formula to go, go to fitness.com and look for the exact formula. I read it. And I looked at all the FAQs, and it's really important to look at the FAQs because yeah. all the questions, like you say, that frequently folks ask, asked questions. Yes, frequently asked questions. I'm talking the geek the text lingo, speech, sorry. yeah, FAQs. So, so read that, read those. And my mind just didn't go. I wasn't a hundred percent in. And I, I use the word all in or the phrase yeah. all in. I wasn't all in, and I still hadn't fully committed. And then um, I, I heard um, your your um, my agent, your Evan, agent right? yeah, Evan, when he when he had the podcast, something just clicked in my brain, and I said, "Enough is enough." And and I got to be all in around November of last year. And then and then, how did it work for you right away? Tell us what that was. So like. it's fantastic. I mean, you you really and like we were talking about, you learn habits and you learn to substitute broccoli for French fries and grilled fish for a hamburger, and you learn the the habits and the weight comes off pretty quickly if you follow the right thing. Now, you gotta got to make good choices, like you can't have uh, a, a cappuccino or a iced coffee or a donut and things well, like that. Well, not all the time. All the time, right. Not all but the time. But you can have a sometimes. You can. Yeah. yeah. You, you've got to do that. Nobody so. ever told you not to drink, not to have any nope. sugar or not to have anything white nope. or... Nope, nope, No, just moderation. And if it fits into your budget, that's fine. But you've got to change from those habits in... A typical breakfast, I shared one one time, I did a video walking into the, the convenience store gas station. I would literally, I would buy three Little Debbies, Oy. and those are probably 800 calories Really? Each. Three yeah. Little Debbies? Three Little Debbies. And I, was, I remember I was 50 pounds heavier, so yeah. it didn't matter to me back mm-hmm. then. But I would buy three Little Debbies, and they were they were like 800 calories each. And I did drink a, a Pib Zero, I like that word, where okay. Coke Zero, so it didn't have any from there. But there's my calorie budget in the day gone right there. So Absolutely. it's just making those changes in your mind that are the most important things. And the weight came off pretty quickly. And a few weeks in, you've got to really refocus and recommit and dedicate yourself to doing this because um, the weight may taper off. It may not. It may come to the weight loss off quickly, the weight loss. Right. And you've just got to commit to the long run of doing this. And that's that's really what I did this time. Now, um, so the first few weeks you were on it, you were probably seeing some dramatic changes, dropping quite a few pounds every week. Right, right. I I definitely, I was in the five to eight pound range some weeks and then it kind of tapered off. And and that's when I had the gut check. And I think I I told you at one time, I'm not giving up. I'm not, I'm not, it's not, you know, not going to deter me. And actually one time a few weeks ago, I actually gained like 0.8 pounds. Oh boy. No big deal. You That's know, right. No big deal. Stick to the formula. You're, you're making forward progress. And so what was your original caloric budget? So 1,995. And um, what did you weigh to begin with? I was 253 at my absolute heaviest. And so you went to your caloric budget was one... 1,995. One- I want to be below 200. Okay. And so were you hungry when you started using Never at all. And that's the thing is I thought in my brain, I thought I would be hungry. 
but you're eating foods that are filling and they're, they, they taste delicious and you're eating, you know, broccoli and salad and, and things that are filling you up. So I was never, I never have been hungry doing this. Yeah. Ever. That actually makes me the happiest when people say, I have my budget and I'm not hungry. Because mm-hmm. so many times when people go on diets or these crazy cuckoo plans, they're suffering. Right. Yeah. And you're, you're not limited by anything no. other than to make sure you don't go over your budget. Yep. Yep. Okay, so so you you jumped on the exact formula and you went, damn, this works, yeah, right? I did. And the weight starts falling off, but you still didn't adopt my strength training program. So <laughs> it, as part of the Hottie Body Challenge group, I not only provide people with the exact formula for weight loss, which anyone can use, even if they're not in the group, but I say do this specific workout, and so I make it mindless. I'll say yep. here's thirty minutes or forty minutes of cardio, and tell you what type, and then I'll say do these three to five strength training exercises. Yep. And so you just decided, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Right? Not, yeah, you're not going to pinch me, are you? No, I'm not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, you came around, so so you don't have to worry about my mean pinching <laughs> finger. So how, why did you not do what I was telling you to do with strength training? So I'm an analytical person. And, yeah. Um, the calorie budget, and you talk about don't subtract your exercise calories and yes. adjust your, your budget and all that. All in, I'm all in with that. So I'm thinking, let's maximize my calorie burn and do something like Insanity Max 30, which burns a ton of Is calories. That a, a and that's cardio the cardio exercise. Yeah, that's the okay. Sean T. Um, you know, you know Tony uh, Tony Horton and Sean T. All of those things. Okay, we might talk about that in a minute. But okay, you know, Insanity, the the Sean yeah, yeah. T. Insanity. It's his program, and okay. it's a 30 minute session, and it, I mean, it is intense high, cardio. Yeah, the H I I T. And so I've, I've told you before, I'm a veteran, so I, I'm accustomed to the boot camp style workouts, and that's what it is. I loved it, so I I, I was doing that instead of strength training, thinking. Okay. Let's get the biggest bang for your buck. Right. And that doesn't work that way. No. So so when did you decide, okay, I'll do the strength training? It was, it was probably in, in January or so, mid to late January. And I, again, I dipped my toe in. I didn't fully commit to it. Um, so I, I didn't fully do it till probably um, mid to late February. And, and Christine and I have been working out together, doing the strength training together a lot of days when I'm in town. Um, when I'm out of town, I'll, I'll do it from the hotel room. And I've really, you know, you asked everybody to get all on board with doing 30 days in April to do the entire month. And don't I, miss I've been really Don't miss it. So, you know, and, and I made a commitment to myself. I'm not going to let my head hit that pillow, no matter if it's 1130 or 1159 at night or whatever. I'm going to get up and do the strength training for the day. And I haven't missed it. So. I love it. So yeah. when you, you dipped your toe in the water of strength training, yeah. and so you tried it on day one and what, what didn't convince you, what did convince you, how come you weren't all in once you tried it? What was that first day worth of strength training like? You know, I still have that this thing in my head about the '80s with the the uh, meatheads at the gym with really? the, the tank tops. And really? I'm like, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're gonna finish me before this. Wow. Is okay. No, that's good information. <laughs> and I just the the, the um I've, I've never worked out with dumbbells or or you know the resistance bands and those kind of things. And I, I really dug the um the things like the the planks and the step ups and the things like that that you do. Yeah. Um the 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 shoulders and the alphabet shoulders. And and biceps and chest and back I wasn't really all into because I just I hadn't made that shift to it's okay to use and not not that it's okay it's great to use weights it's great to use your body weight and it's great to do that so wow. I just wasn't all in that's interesting yeah. you know it's funny one of the things I was thinking the other day is um and what 
had me think about it was the Catherine Switzer thing, the yeah. woman who ran the Boston Marathon yes. 50 years ago, and the race director tried to rip her off the course, because how dare a woman yes. try to do that? And when my sister, my sister's uh, late 40s, when she was in high school, she wanted to take a weight training class, and my mom wouldn't let her, right. because my mom didn't want her to be a bodybuilder. Yeah. And so it's still interesting that, you know, it's 2016 or whatever, you, or 2017 now, yeah. <laughs> you have the image of that guy from the 80s. It's the old habits die hard, it is, I yeah. suppose. And yeah. I am, you know, I, I sit across you. I'm not huge, right? No. You got no. cool arms. I got cool. That's right. They're Your totally cool. cool arms. <laughs> but I lift weight like a monster. I mean, people would either maybe be impressed, maybe feel sad for me while they watch me strength training because... I'm, you know, I'm kind of whimpering a little bit as I get yeah. through it because yeah. I work so hard. But, yeah. um, but I think I'm pretty good proof that this is not a meathead activity, unless I'm a total meathead yeah, no, and I'm you're, just you're, in denial. No, no, you're not. I think you always say that biology has a lot to play with the folks with the big, massive guns. Wow, well, those those massive guys are doing something extra. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and maybe it's just real fuel too. It could just be, you know, they're overdosing on steak. But the yeah. people that are bizarrely weird yeah there's some bizarre um consumption habits going on they're purposely trying to be big and freaky yeah so so you're strength training now and you like it you i see your videos yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't like it i love it yeah. it's, it's it's fantastic i mean it is it, it makes you feel so good and i've um, I've had back problems for a long time, and um, the Supermans, all the things that you do to work the right part of your body, yeah. um, it's great to do that. And I love the, the things like the, the triceps versus gravity. I love the alphabet shoulders. I, I love using the, the dumbbells. You, you call them your boyfriends. Hey, they <laughs> are my boyfriends. That's right. <laughs> I love to do it. Yeah, so I, I don't, I not only do I like strength training, I love it. it it's, I look forward to it every day. And, and what would you like to accomplish? So you, your initial goal is 50 pounds down. But yep. when you're looking at strength training now, what are you, what, what results have you felt from it? And then where would you like to go with it? So I just feel I, the balance is a big part of it. I, like you're talking about, you feel more balanced. Like if you're, you know, if you step off a curb, you, you catch yourself because of that. Um, so I, I'm really getting better with the balance in my back. I want to strengthen my whole core and not just focus on the front like you always not talk just about. just the abs, yeah. Right? So, so I want to do that. And I really would. I mean, I've never done weight, so I'd like to be a little bit more defined and, and see how that would work for me. Um, so we'll see. When I got out of boot camp, I, I graduated boot camp and I weighed 160 pounds. Um, wow. And I was lean, skinny. They, they worked us to death. Yeah. I don't want to be at that weight, but I want to try to find a weight that's a, a good in-between where I can work on my strength training and, and uh, you know, be a good weight. But really, that's not going to be my focus. Yeah, I mean, you've come so far. The dramatic changes in you. And so we it's 43 pounds. Yeah. But t tell us about your wardrobe fun you've been having because I oh love gosh, these. Yeah. I love your it's, updates. It's, it is so fun. And a lot of the rest of the hotties are doing the, this too. And it's so inspiring to see other folks who do that and inspire me to do it and show off a lot of the ladies wear dresses or, or pants they haven't been able to war, wear in a long time and yeah. look look just beautiful. And it's just stunning. And, and me, uh, I kept my belt for, that I had for, for the very beginning and I've cut notches in it and I've graduated out of it. But I'm able to wear suits that I haven't worn in a long time. And in my profession, um, I'm in the public a lot and I'm doing a lot of speaking. And um, it feels great to be in suits that I wore a long time ago when I was lean. And I, I feel more confident. I look great. And I'm just able to do look more professional in those suits that I, I just couldn't wear. Do you feel like it affects you um, 
and people's opinion of you? I mean, do you feel like it's changing you as a professional? I, I really think that I'm taken more seriously as a leader um, because, and I think you've mentioned this too before about like the Fortune 500 CEOs. Um, they know that their whole body and their whole self they've got to take care of, not just their company. And so they, they a lot of those Fortune 500 CEOs do triathlons or marathons or strength yeah. training. And they're in great shape. And I do think that... The perception is that if you're overweight, that you're lazy. And if people see me in this in this suit, that, that I'm looking great and I'm authoritative and I'm coming across as an expert, I think it gives me more credibility um, to look professional like that. And I feel great. Yeah, you do look great. And you have your Easter suit. <laughs> yes. Tell us about that. That was a that was a stretch goal. So I had no idea if I was going to actually be able to, to, to wear this. So in the South, and, and I guess um, Richard in, in California has the same thing. In the South, we love our seersucker. So I grew up in Mobile, Alabama, and um, a lot of attorneys wear seersucker suits. And if you don't know what that is, it's a little blue and white pinstripe pattern, and it's just a, a pinstripe that's the pants and the jacket. And Matlock wore them. So if you think oh. Matlock... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good visual for okay. you. <laughs> so a lot of folks in the South wear seersucker suits, and I love seersucker suits. My 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 great uncle, my grandfather used to wear them, and they went the whole nine yards where my, my great uncle wore the white shoes with them, and oh, wow. I didn't go that far. No. But a true Southern gentleman loves seersucker, so <laughs> I'm going really long, but this was a stretch goal. I never thought I would be able to do it, and you can't wear seersucker until after Easter. I mean, that's that's the rule. Is that a rule? That's the rule, yeah. Okay. It's kind of like the white pants thing, See, I guess. See, people are learning about yep, fashion yep, yep, here, yep. too. So so I got it, and um, I haven't been able to wear it in years, and I said, well, this is my big goal. This is like my stretch goal that it may not be attainable when I, start to do, when I started doing this, to wear my seersucker suit on Easter. I rocked it. I mean, I, I, it was a little bit baggy even. Wow. So. Wow. You know, it's um, so when I have things that are exciting to me that I do a little squeal, there's a little dance. Yep. What is your move when you put on the suit and it fits? The Thriller Dance. Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah. I'm a child of the 80s. Come on. <laughs> I wanted to be Michael you're, Jackson. You're doing the thing, yeah. the side to side. Yes. I'm in the seersucker suit. We need a video of that. <laughs> There's no video There's no or video? photographic evidence of that ever. I'm going to have to ask your daughter, Olivia, to uh, oh, she'll be terribly get in cahoots to yeah. me. No. Have her get her uh, iPod out and record oh, Daddy gosh. doing the Thriller Dance. Okay, no more. Note to self, no more Thriller Dance. Yes, do the Thriller Dance. I didn't know if there was some fist pumping or whatever. I wasn't oh, expecting I, the Go big or go dance. home. That's right. <laughs> so, and... And another wonderful sidebar to all this is that you have had, uh, you have influenced your beautiful wife to jump in. Yes. So let's yes. talk about Christine. Yeah. So we've been married um, 19 years this November. Congratulations. And thank you. And when I, um, when we first got married, I was, I was a runner and I was a lot faster than I am now. Running was my thing and I did it on my own and I didn't want her to be a part of that. And, um, you know, we've both gone through a lot of, a lot of hardships with our families. She lost her mom. Um, in 2003, and that caused her to, to have a lot of things in her life emotionally where she gained a lot of weight, and um, through a lot of things, I gained a lot of weight, like with, with my dad and everything But before that, but we've really tried to partner with each other on, on the eating. We did the, the Miracle Soup diet together. We've, we've tried some other things together, and 
um, I kept telling her about this 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 bossy lady named Fitz, and, and <laughs> I'm sure she got sick of me telling saying Fitz says Fitz says Fitz oh, says Fitz says, and uh, I think she finally you know we really sat down and like we try to work on our financial budget together, which we don't do as often as we should, but um, I tried to really just partner with her on that, and she um, at one point she had had enough, and she said I'm I'm giving this a go, and she's been all in since January. We went to the um, uh, the the um, uh, NCAA regionals where Alabama beat Washington. And yes. We won't talk about the next game. No, Al- but, you know, Alabama yeah. has awesome athletics and their gymnastics team did great yes. this year. Number yes. six. Number yes. six in the country. That's that's, that's pretty good. We, we love watching the, the gymnastics and, and their coach is just, oh yeah. gosh, she's they awesome. almost were as good as the yeah. Gators who are number almost, three. Almost, yeah. Almost, but yeah. go on. But yeah, so <laughs> we went to that game and that was at the end of December and Christine said, I'm going to... Um, Wait till January, and I'm I'm all in. And she hasn't turned back since. So she's been all in on the weight loss. And um, I'm really um, anal about doing the my fitness pal and logging everything. And mm-hmm. she takes it to another level. Like she's really? everything. Yeah, she's and she's always asking me how many ounces is this, and you know how many you know what did you put in for this when we're eating together. And she's she's really on board. And and she got on board with the strength training. And I love doing strength training with her. So it's just so fun. And I know that a lot of folks like the stuff. X do theirs together yes. and um, there's some folks that I've recently brought into the, the group Jim Atkinson and his wife Jill maybe start doing it together oh, and so. doing strength training as a, as a couple or a family so fun well your family I mean you guys this is my impression of the Jones household it's a Disney movie and there's birds floating around folding your laundry <laughs> oh, and and hummingbirds singing and and that's my vision of that's my imagination of what goes on in your home. But it's you and Christine and your daughter Olivia yeah, gets in sweet, on sweet it. Sweet daughter Olivia, she's she's the rock star now. Um, athletically, she's she's got just an athletic freak. Yeah, yeah, she's she's phenomenal. She's been she's eleven and she's been a gymnast since she was four years old and uh, competitive gymnast. So gymnasts, we were talking about the Florida and Alabama. Those ladies, wow, their yeah. conditioning is just outrageous. She when she was a a competitive gymnast she was at the gym for at least 20 to 25 hours a week it's crazy and um i don't know if y'all if you remember a lot of the like the movies where they have the the person or from middle school climbing up the rope and yeah of course yes so their gym class their, or their gymnastics gym had the the rope and that gym ceiling is tall i mean it's probably yeah, 30 feet that's like a, a warehouse it's, Walmart yeah, it's, it's like thing. a warehouse and at, at probably six years old they're they have to climb that using only their hands, keeping their with feet their legs in pike out. position. Yeah, pike position, and that's just an example. So she's done. She does. She did things like angry ups and V ups as a part of her normal routine. So she's a rock star. Some of the workouts that I assign people, I've taken. You know, I've trained athletes all my life. Yep. And I've taken from those sports, but scoots came from gymnastics. Yes, and she loved, yeah. She knew exactly what it was. Uh-huh. She loves doing butt scoots. She gets excited when it's butt oh, scoots. Oh, I bet day. she does. Everybody <laughs> loves butt scoots. So yep. um, here's some other things I picked up from you guys, which I really like, is you posted, I think it was, yeah, you posted and you said, Christine's going to kill me, but we are choosing our health and our body over maintaining the house all the time. So we're willing to walk out of a messy house to go clean up our body to go yep. exercise and we feel good about that. So yep. you gotta prioritize your health yep. over your home sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's absolutely it's a choice and it's you've got only a certain number of hours to spend in a day and if your house is not like a museum, 
you know, who's going to judge you about that? No, Who cares? Nobody, it's no big deal. But you've got to live in that body you have for the rest of your life. And it's something that you've got to prioritize. Absolutely. And then um, Christine and you and Olivia, you did your first family 5K together. We had a blast, yes. Um, we didn't know how we were going to do with that. I am uh, am training for the half marathon this weekend, and so I've got my training plan. And we didn't know what what Olivia would want to do. And she just took off running. She had a great time. And, and Christine told me, you know, go, stay with her. So we had a great time. It was a Really fun experience. The course was great. It's in our, our hometown of Mobile, so it's a beautiful course. And, and you know, the thing I look with Olivia is she's a little jock now, but I think kind of we all were when we were her age, yeah. right? Yeah. And so life happens me, and but... things change and we go to that, oh, crap, you yeah. know, I'm 30 and I'm out of shape. So I, I feel like with your parental guidance and the things that you've changed you're setting her up for a really healthy future. So yep. she's not just going to be a yep. child athlete. I think she's going to be a fit adult. Oh, yeah. And she cho she would choose Brussels sprouts and broccoli over potato chips and junk food any day. So she's she's got that. That's epic. Yep. Yeah, pat yourself on the back over that. I'll do it, yeah. And so you're down 43. How much is Christine down? She's down a little over 30. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yep, since January. And how fun is it to watch your wife be so successful? Oh, it's amazing. And it's not only the, the physical beauty that she has, um, she's coming back into her personality and she's got just the, the most charming, you know, things about her that she does. She's confident. She's just, it's just made a dramatic change in both of us. She is a ray of sunshine, yep. isn't she? Yep, yep. I, sometimes I FaceTime Michael to harass him and Christine's there. Well, that's, yep. yeah, I think every time I FaceTime you, Christine's there and yep. she just, she beams. She's got such a beautiful smile and she's a physical therapist, she correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So she's got a really um, unique perspective on the human body and yep. you should ask her for advice sometimes when you need some help. She oh, probably do, yeah. is jack yep. full of it. Yeah, yeah. And she actually validates in a lot of the things that you talk about, like the bridges and things like that, where you say the physical therapist would tell you if you were doing rehab and she said, yep. Also, you're right again. Yeah, so but why not right. skip the pain, skip yep. the PT, and just do this stuff do in advance? Yep. Oh, I'm such a pain in the ass. But the people who are smart, they like me. Yes. That's what I think. Yep. <laughs> Everybody does. So what's what's in your future now? You've got 50 by July 24th. What else? I never said I would do another marathon, but um, I saw a video during the Boston Marathon of a Marine named Jose Sanchez, who is an amputee. He lost... Um, most of his leg in Afghanistan. Yeah. And my little torn calf muscles, my, my minor injuries, I mean, that guy is, is a true American hero. And he carried a flag the entire way. Um, seeing him finish the Boston Marathon, I'll never qualify for Boston, but I may run another marathon. I don't know. That, that may be on the horizon for me. With your strength training, I'm running pain-free, so I don't see why I couldn't. That's a big deal. So marathon. And what marathon would it be? My bucket list has always been the Marine Corps Marathon. Um, I'm a Navy veteran, and I, I, I tried to get a commission in the Marine Corps when I was in college. My, my grades weren't quite that good in my undergraduate, believe it or not, but um, I didn't get that. But I've always wanted to run the Marine Corps mar Marathon. It's the Marines along the course, and the course in, in the Quantico, Washington, D.C. area is just phenomenal. I mean, there's nothing like it. So yeah. that would be my bucket list, absolutely. And you know that's my bucket list race to announce. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we have a, a very shared, very nerdy love of country. Yep, yep, absolutely. I'm totally not embarrassed about that. Yep, no, no, absolutely not. No, actually my favorite part of any race, and, and I love being, I love the whole announcing process, and I love being able to just take care of people and, and love them the way they deserve. I love being yep. able to be nice to people. Yeah. 
And um, But my favorite part of any race is when we sing the anthem, not yep. I, but when we have an anthem singer or we do it as a group, and then I get, uh, you know, my 30 seconds to praise our first responders yep. and our military yep. and to be able to personally do that publicly and then have the crowd go crazy for him, it just feels really good. All right, so Marine Corps Marathon for you. Yep. 50 pounds, lots more strength training. And then what is, what's your favorite pre-race snack? A banana, actually. Really? Uh, and yes, and since doing the exact formula, I've, I've really gotten turned on to bananas. I eat them regularly, but doing the low carb, I looked at the carbs on bananas, which you should never do. I love eating a banana before a race. Yeah, it's an actually really good thing. Plus, it's not, there's nothing rough about it, nope. so it has no chance of upsetting your stomach. Yep. Yes. And and also, I'd love to run a 10K with Christine and Olivia. Maybe the, the Azalea Trail Run, do the 10K next How year. Lovely. So that would be a blast. And we're going to do, Christine and I are going to do the Disney uh, 10K for Marathon Weekend in January. So that's going to be a blast. Now, are you also doing the half marathon at that point? I am. Yep. So I'll be doing the 10K with her and then the marathon the next day. So it's going to be a great fun time. And I'm looking forward to having her experience all the awesomeness that is a, a run Disney event. Oh, well, you know what I love is that as a family, you're you're doing athletic adventure together. So you're not just planning a cruise and nothing's wrong with a cruise, yeah. but you're planning a vacation built around athletic adventure. Yeah, yeah, and Christine is already, we've got some great hiking trails around Birmingham. There's a mountain called Oak Mountain where she's already excited about going hiking on an afternoon, and we are being a lot more active as a family. And then um, moving on from that, if you were to play one song nonstop for the entire half marathon, what uh, would that song be? So I've thought about this a lot because you kind of telegraph with asking folks this. Uh-huh. My, my initial choice was going to be Van Halen right now. And it's oh, the, that's the a good lyrics, song. So, yeah, yeah. So I like that. But what I'm into now is, and I think I'm pronouncing this right, Omi. It's, it's a, a song called Cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. And it reminds me of Christine. It reminds me of you. It reminds me of, of Melissa and Katie and Carol and all the other hotties. And it's just a great song. And, and the, the lyrics get kind of, once you get down that path but it's just got a great beat and I, I love that so if I have if I could only do one it would probably be that one if it would be two it'd be Van Halen right now because it talks about slipping off your pace and running and do it right now very good those are good songs who someone just told me the weirdest song ever what was a podcast you've <sighs> got to know what I'm talking about it was it was some sort of um, classical song right some yeah it was um oh golly was it I, I can't. I know what you're talking about, but I, I can't think of it either. <laughs> People give me some funny answers, yeah. but that, those are good songs. And then um, your favorite guilty pleasure. So if you're going to indulge in one unhealthy meal, junk food, treat, whatever it is, what's it going to be? Probably tacos. I, I love tacos, and, and you can't eat a whole lot of tacos. I mean, you can put them into the budget, but tacos. And my, my favorite food overall is gumbo, which is not that bad. It's about 300 calories for a cup of gumbo. Yeah, what's in gumbo? Rice and okra and shrimp and well, the not... secret is now if you grew up on the coast you'd know the secret is in the roux which is like the liquidy um, the, the the part that sustains the gumbo so that's you never know what you put in there usually flour but um, gumbo is delicious. Do you want to hear something horrible? No. Yeah. Of course Should I, I do. tell you? Yeah. There's a you know pub well so you have Publix in Alabama yep. yes yep. So our Publix sample lady, the lady who stands there and makes all the meals, yes. she told me one day that the thing they put in brothy soups to um, make them a little thick is chicken feet. Ooh. 
Why would she tell me that? Okay, y'all, you can't unring that bell. Come no. <laughs> so now it. I go in the no. soups and I think, damn it. <laughs> when I first do said I want no, to? I should have stuck to that. Yeah. Now everybody <laughs> knows. You have yeah. ruined it for everybody. I'm not Sorry, taking. Y'all. I am not taking any that's ownership. That's my fault. Y'all can all pinch me when you see me. Should I delete this? No. No. You gotta know that. Do we? Yeah. I'm sorry. Everyone probably hates. No one's ever going to listen to the podcast. Yeah. All right. Final thing. Is there anything you'd like to add? What's your advice for people who are listening and not getting started? So I'll, I'm going to put a pin in that. I'm okay. going to ask you a question. Oh, okay. How did the Hottie Bodies get the name? You said that you would explain that one day. That's a good question. So I used to be the fitness expert for American America Online. Mm-hmm. And that was quite a while. And I had a holiday feature there called the Holiday Hottie. Uh I was the holiday hottie, and I would write articles and teach people how to stay fit throughout the holidays. And so I don't think I am some sort of hot person or hottie. It just was, I don't know how we came up with that. So several years down the road, when I originally started this idea of, hey, I'm going to help people get through this, I did the holiday hottie again. Yeah, I did the holiday hottie, Uh and it was one month. It was the time between exactly between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. And it was get to the New Year's fitter, not fatter. And I did exactly what we're doing now. I had a workout designed and I gave the exact formula and I had a one month event. That was it. And probably 400 people joined. And then when it was over, I thought, oh, I don't want to stop doing this. I've, I've helped people lose 20 pounds between November, between Thanksgiving and New Year's. That's something special. I have to continue that and so I I had to take off holiday because that didn't make any sense for the rest of the year and um I liked the hottie thing I just kind of wanted to stay consistent with it and so I just kind of threw around ideas and I came up with a hottie body and so what I love it's and it's not tongue-in-cheek at all But I would never, ever call myself hot. I would never look at a picture of me and say, ooh, you look hot. And I don't even use that term. I, even if there's a hunky guy, I say things like hunky and dreamy. And I'm that, you know, I'm such a nerd. So hot is not in my language. But I don't know. It just stuck. And what I love now is, you know, for everybody within our group is so diverse. We have yeah. people who want to lose 200 pounds. Yeah. And then we have people that could probably win the Boston Marathon next year. You know, yep. we have such a huge range, and, yep. and and we have people who probably could be swimsuit models. And it's, it's just, I love that we have this hottie persona, and it really has nothing to do with the, the old-fashioned version of mm-hmm. that. You know, my new favorite emoji to use is that those flames. And it means you worked hard, and you give it your all, and you're making great progress, and you know what? If you're 300 pounds and you make it to 275 pounds, damn it, you feel hot. You Absolutely. feel smoking amazing. Yes. And um, I think I think that's where I really like the hottie thing is now how everybody's embraced it. And Timothy Powell, he's down, what, 130 pounds-ish? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And he, you know, he said he felt uncomfortable addressing himself as a hottie, but now he feels it. It's a state of mind. It's yes. a state of mind. And so I love it. And, and again, it's... It's funny because someone like me, I literally never say, oh, he's so hot. That's never come out of my mouth, and I am the dork who says dreamy and whatever. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's it. We're all hotties. Got it. And it's, it's, for me, it's fun and fitness, and, and we, we're very serious, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. Right. 
and um, we're you know, a family, yeah. Very much so. Very much so. So I, you know, I, I would like to thank you for all you've given. If people aren't familiar, Michael makes a video every single day, no matter where he is in the country, <laughs> at home. He's walking his dog. He's in a hotel gym. He's out at a restaurant, but he makes a little update video. Talks about where he is making progress, and he gives these tremendous motivating messages and. And people really embrace that. And and what I value is, you know, the Hottie group on Facebook has grown to over 1,100 people now, yes. which I love. And to be yeah. honest, if I could have a million, I would because I want, you know, the more people I can help, the better always. However, I'm still just one person. Yep. And so you all have, uh, you've become such leaders. Even the new people lead in their own way anyone who steps up and says hey this is my first day and this is my goal and these are my before pictures and that's just that's inspirational that's motivating because we have a lot of lurkers of people that just like you yep. you know were had read the formula and um wanted to get involved but still hadn't committed to it and so watching every new person commit every day and then next week you see their progress it all matters but you you've particularly done a very good job and I'm so grateful that you're such a supporter of me and my business and my morning mile program you're, you're the nicest human being on the planet yeah. and you That's get and you sent me on. socks see Michael sent me Fitzversary socks the Swiftwick no-shows I love them yeah, well thank you I'm the girl who dreams of having <laughs> socks delivered to her <laughs> It couldn't have been 20 dozen of roses. I wouldn't have been any happier than those beautiful pairs of socks. So thank you for all of you, all you do. Well, you do so much for me and everybody else with a pure heart. And, and it's the least I can do. It's an honor. Well, I, my feet are extremely happy. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And so this is not done. You're still, you're, you're, you're most of the way there. But A, it'll never end this journey. Nope. And so I expect to have you back to tell us about how fun it was to be 50 pounds lighter on your birthday. I'll do it, promise, and, yes. Uh, how much you love strength training, yep. and uh, we'll keep we'll keep updated on your progress. Absolutely. And that's it? You got nothing else to add? Yeah, I do, of course. What do you want to I mean, you don't so, have to. So, yeah, so today, whether you listen to this podcast the day that you, you release it on iTunes, or if you listen six months later, or three months, or however long, um, one year from that day, from the day you listen... You're going to be the same you plus one year. Now, you have a choice whenever you listen to this podcast. Do you take the advice that Fitz freely, willingly gives to you and apply it to your life? Do you make those changes to your life and be the better you that you're going to be a year from now? Or do you not really do it yet? So you've got a choice to make when you listen to this. Is this your time? Is this the time you're going to do it? I want to just ask you to, to commit to be all in and get to work. Get to work. I love it, Michael. Thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you for having a, me. It's an honor. we got a lot of running to do this weekend. Yes, I'm ready. Yes. All right. So um, can people find you anywhere? Do you want to make it available? Yes. Now I've been waiting to say this yeah. for like a year. Let's hear it. Go to my Beachbody page. Oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you no, know, the only place you can find me is to at Fitz's Hottie Body Fitness Challenge Facebook page. Go there, be a part of it. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself to the hotties. Introduce yourself to me. I really do want to be your friend on the Aww. that page, and I want to support you. So go there. Don't go to the Beach Body page because you won't find me there. <laughs> That's right. You're gonna get a pinch. All right, and you can find me at Fitness on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. 
yada 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 and of course help me get more kids moving in the morning by visiting morningmile.com we'll talk soon michael all right you ready to tell them yes ready set get Get to to work. work hi this is rudy novotny the voice of america's marathons we all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner wouldn't it be wonderful to gift the opportunity to children of today well you can The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children the chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, Morning Milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The Morning Mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting MorningMile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's MorningMile.com. Long may you run.